find what you love and do it. And if it's mm. not yet a career, make it one. What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. Welcome back to the YI Network, where we interview every job occupation, A through Z, from the trash man to the CEO, and ask them why and how they started their profession so that you could find your dream job, too. I'm your host, Kojo Thompson, and today we have a very special guest with us. It is Jennifer McDonald now. Jennifer is a certified organic vegetable garden specialist and founder of the Garden Girls in Houston, Texas. Now, Jen believes in making gardening more accessible, teaching both kids and adults where their food comes from, helping schools plant gardens, and redefining gardens as a safe place created out of love and beauty. So Jennifer has a lot to share with us here today. So Jen... Shall I proceed? Yes, indeed. All right, Jennifer, how are we feeling today? We are feeling awesome today. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Now, Jennifer, I am real, 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 real excited to have you on the podcast today because I'm a plant man myself, and I really think that this is one of the most important, important, not, not, fields to work in, but just aspects of life. I mean, so I I, I can't wait. I I think I'm going to have to ask the question that everybody has been waiting for. Drum roll, please. And Jen, that is why. Why are you doing what you're doing today? That is a really good question. And I will say for all your listeners out there, I am one who took the long way around. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't always a gardener. I grew up with a garden. My father had a garden, but I was more the active, sort of the observer. Mm-hmm. And gardening really came to me in my 40s. Mm-hmm. So I had already been through college and lots of different jobs. And mm-hmm. then I found this passion and it just sort of became this thing that I realized this could also be a career. Mm-hmm. And when you blend those two things, something magical happens. I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. I know you just told us why, but go ahead. Right now, you're at the top of the totem pole. You're where everybody wants to be. But take us back down to the bottom. Day one, step one, what was the process like that got you here today? Well, day one, step one was we had just moved into a new house. Mm-hmm. And I had watched a movie. It was uh, directed by a woman named Dan- Nancy Myers. And she's mm-hmm. she's done The Parent Trap, Father of the Bride, all kinds mm-hmm. of really awesome movies. Mm-hmm. But in this one movie that I watched called It's Complicated, mm-hmm. Meryl Streep had a garden that mm-hmm. looked like something out of a Martha Stewart magazine. Mm-hmm. And I'd always loved home styling and interior decorating mm-hmm. as just sort of a side gig. Mm-hmm. And when I saw this garden, I am not kidding. Something clicked in me and I thought, I want that. How mm-hmm. do I do that? But mm-hmm. I had never gardened before. 
Mm -hmm. So really, when I fell in love with the idea of gardening, it was because I wanted a pretty space. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know how much it would actually change my life in the process. Mm. So when I started, this was right before COVID. Mm -hmm. Now, put yourself back there. I have three kids at home, a husband who works from home. Mm. And we were like, kind of all bursting at the seams. We couldn't go anywhere. We couldn't do anything. Mm. Kids were working in every different room here. Mm -hmm. And really the only space that I could feel centered and at peace was outside. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So as my kids were doing their schoolwork, I started learning about what could I plant? What could I do out here? Mm. And I started with one little garden bed, a cedar Mm. garden bed. And then as COVID sort of reared its ugly head, mm-hmm. I took it to three and then five and then 14 mm-hmm. over the course of three years. Mm-hmm. And I sort of made it my mission to learn as much as I could about what grows well in Houston and what kind of soil do I need and what mm-hmm. kind of materials do I need? Because I, I have done a lot of things wrong mm-hmm. and that's okay. Sometimes when you try to DIY something, you do it wrong first. Mm-hmm. And so even with gardening, it was a learning process. Mm. And then in the course of this three years, I realized this could actually be something more because there's other mm. people like me that have kids that want to learn to garden and just don't know where to start. Mm. Mm. So that's how we kind of became this family that we kind of all took this journey together my mm-hmm. kids learned, my husband learned. I'm kind of bossy when it comes to gardening because I like the space kind of clean and I like organized plantings and everything. But mm-hmm. it really became something fun that I could share with anyone who was willing to listen. Mm. I love, love, love that answer right there. I think Jennifer really, really broke down exact. First off, first off, I love that first point of. I got it wrong at first, but then I kept going. And then that second point, that second point where she said she she just did what she loved doing and it took off from there. I absolutely love that right there. Now, Jennifer, I know I asked you to throw it back, but what I want from you now is to throw it back even further than that. What do you think were some childhood hobbies and habits that matriculated into what you're doing today? Oh, I can definitely answer that. So I grew up in the Napa Valley in California, which is really a beautiful place Mm -hmm. uh, with vineyards and rolling hills. And Mm -hmm. a lot of my friends' families had gardens. Mm -hmm. Um, It was in the 70s and 80s. So Alice Waters was a famous chef in the Bay Area, and she had really started the farm-to-table movement. And Mm -hmm. so living in an environment like that, we were – fortunate that gardens were just a part of our background, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't something that I had actually learned about. Mm So I would sit outside on an overturned bucket watching my dad harvest from our garden. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of my first memory of this. But Mm -hmm. I also did love rearranging my bedroom furniture. And my parents will tell you that more often than not, they'd open the door and find out that I had completely moved everything around again and again. And Mm -hmm. so they'll tell you that I've always had an interest in in interior design and decorating. 
Mm-hmm. And now my, my schooling did not take me down that path. Mm-hmm. First, I was going to go into politics. Mm-hmm. And I worked on two presidential campaigns when I was in high school and then in college. Mm. And well, it was Bill Clinton. And so when the whole Monica thing happened, it kind of, oh, Lord. It, right. So then I realized maybe this isn't the healthiest career choice for me. Maybe this mm-hmm. isn't great. Mm-hmm. So then I went into sports sciences and I changed my major completely. Mm. And after that, I was lucky enough to work for the Seattle Mariners baseball team. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that kind of moved me up, you know, out of California and up to Seattle. Mm-hmm. And in that time, I still had a lot of interior design love and home and garden love. Mm-hmm. And really and truly, it was Seattle and their community gardens that exposed me to a bigger sense of what gardening can do. Because there you can actually rent a plot in your neighborhood. And the the waiting time is years long. And so the only way I was able to go to one of these was we volunteered um, one summer, my children and I. And we would go and work there. And we would harvest vegetables. We'd do all the cleaning. We'd weed. And that really became something that set in motion the fact that gardening shouldn't always be maybe in the background. Maybe it's something that's a little bit more important. I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. Now, Jen, what's an average day like for you today? Well, today, so I have a daughter who just started high school and I get up at 5 Mm a.m. I take her to cross country and then I get in a a three-mile run on my own. Mm Mm-hmm. I come back home and the first thing I do when I get here is walk my own garden. Mm. I love the morning time. It's nice and quiet. We've got hummingbirds, we've got bees and we've got butterflies out there. So mm. I'll check on my own garden first, mm-hmm. get my other two children up, everybody off to school and then I'll have a consult or two. And usually I meet with my other co-founders of Garden Girls mm-hmm. and we kind of go over what we have planned for the week. So mm-hmm. we may have an installation. We do full design and installation of gardens. Mm-hmm. So we may have a consultation to meet a new client and design a garden space. Mm-hmm. Or we may have an installation where we're actually getting dirty planting plants. We have an entire crew that brings in um, irrigation and gravel and soil. Mm -hmm. We have carpentry team. We have a steel fabricator. Mm -hmm. So between the three of us, we're really managing a crew and we're managing the process of getting a new garden installed for a client. Mm -hmm. School's Mm -hmm. over Mm -hmm. and my workday is done by 3.30. Wow. Yeah. That sounds great. <laughs> it is. And I get to be outside all day. Now, Texas is hot. Mm-hmm. So during the summer, the good thing about a company like this is that my co-owners and I are all moms and we have decided mm-hmm. we're taking July off. Mm-hmm. So we work year round with the exception of July and that's family time. Mm-hmm. It's also when Houston feels like you're sitting on the sun. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we, with the three of us, there's a lot of flexibility. So if somebody has something else that they need to do, we have two other people that can cover and it's just, we, we work very seamlessly together. Mm -hmm. 
I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. Now, Jennifer, what do you enjoy the most about what you do? Well, that's hard. I enjoy all of it. But I would say when the client first sees their garden and it's finished, and that includes Mm. it's fully planted, Mm. we bring them outside. It's almost like an extreme home makeover before and after. Mm -hmm. So if you could picture a space in your yard that really has no love, that could maybe house some AC equipment, or maybe it's just kind of, you know, it's just kind of a forgotten patch. Mm -hmm. Our goal is to turn that into your most favorite part of your entire house. Mm. And gardening is not, we always say it's not something that should just be like a little side thought. It should be the center of your life. It should be Mm. the center of your home. It should be a place that when you come outside, you feel like you don't have a care in the world. Mm. And so when I bring a client out for the first time to see their new garden, you really do see their expression soften and Mm. they feel like this connection to nature that maybe they've never felt before. Mm -hmm. And so getting to experience that through the eyes of someone who's never gardened and Mm -hmm. especially if they have children, it becomes almost like a playful experience. Mm. People like to play in the dirt. They like to get in touch with, um, you know, with nature, with digging and with, pulling up a carrot out of the ground. Mm -hmm. It becomes more of a soulful experience than I think anyone can ever imagine. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, unfortunately, the back end of that question is, what do you enjoy the least? Oh, well, that's an easy one, too. You know, the, the elements, I think, can be very challenging for this particular line of work. So like last week, we had several garden installations all week, and it was raining cats and dogs. Mm. And so we were soaking wet, and Mm. we would have to take a break for thunder and lightning, and then we'd get right back out there, and we'd plant again. Mm. So I think the elements can be the toughest part. Mm. I think also Mm. if you're working with people that maybe you don't have a symbiotic relationship with, that can also be difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, fortunately, I absolutely love our crew and I love my co-founders and we, we started this together in January. Mm-hmm. And so this has been a labor of love for all three of us. And mm-hmm. none of us actually started as none of us had horticulture degrees or uh, landscape design degrees. We all had different professions, but we found that this is what we love to do. Mm-hmm. And so coming together with friends and doing it together makes it even more special. Mm-hmm. And Jen, this next question is my absolute favorite. And that is, do you think that grades mattered in school for the success that you have in your career today? I would say a great big no to that. Um, And we interrupt this programming to let you know about today's special offer. Now, are you enjoying today's podcast but wish you didn't have to wait until Sunday to hear it? Or maybe a guest answered a question but not every question you had in mind. Or maybe there's an old episode guest that you'd like to get in contact with but you never got the contact info? Well, I've got great news for you for a limited time only. The YI Network is giving early access to episodes, live Q&As with podcast guests, 
access to contact information of every past, current, and future guest, and free merchandise. Yes, you heard right. You can interview our next guest live on the show. Ask them any question you want live on air and stay in contact with that person to receive personal mentorship and guidance. Please don't miss out on this opportunity to not only be in contact with me, but every guest that comes on the show personally now, parents, teachers, aunties, uncles, if there's a child in your life that you know will benefit from this amazing network of people, don't hesitate for this is a limited time offer. Prices will double at the end of the year, so get it while it's hot. Our guests all have a minimum of five years of experience in their respected professions, and they are itching, itching to help the next generation. Hit the Patreon link in the description below or on www.theyinetwork.com to sign up for this life-changing experience. Don't miss it. Now back to our regular programming. Grades mattered to me only because I felt like I needed... I needed a little bit of competition and I went to a very small, small school. We had Mm -hmm. 30 kids from Mm -hmm. preschool through high school. It was a public school, but it was just a really small town. Mm -hmm. So my class, we were all very competitive with each other. And I think that's good because it, it pushed us Mm -hmm. to go further. However, I will be very, very honest. I don't think grades matter if it's something that you're absolutely passionate about, especially in this line of work. Mm. You have a great eye for detail. If you enjoy being outside, if you enjoy managing a crew, this job is definitely not reflective of grades. Mm, 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 mm. I love it. I love it. I absolutely love that answer right there now. I'm going to break down this next question just a little bit, just because I feel like this word gets tossed around a little willy nilly. And that is, what do you feel that your impact is? And when I say impact, I mean, what are you devoted to? What is your devotion? Well, I hope that with gardening, we can bring more gardens into schools. And that Mm. is, it's been my passion project. It's a passion project of garden girls, because I think that You know, when we think back on our grandparents, Mm -hmm. having gardens was just their way of life. It was Mm -hmm. a way of survival. Maybe they Mm -hmm. were victory gardens Mm -hmm. or maybe they were immigrants and they came and their only jobs that they were afforded was picking apples or, Mm -hmm. you know, my grandparents were Russian immigrants and they didn't speak any English Mm -hmm. and they literally picked apples. Mm -hmm. And so when you think about gardening, we can all go back to a memory of our grandparents gardening or maybe Mm. even our parents, but then it was kind of lost. We kind of lost that. And so if we can bring gardens into schools again and make it feel more like it's part of the curriculum, like an outdoor education has the same merit as Mm -hmm. sitting at a desk. Mm -hmm. I really truly think that kids learn in so many different ways and Mm reach kids who maybe can excel by learning outside. Mm. That is such a special thing. Mm-hmm. And so I think if we can get more gardens into schools, it would say, it would just say so much about our educational system. It would say mm. so much about the schools that are providing the gardens and giving mm-hmm. this kind of extra help to students Mm-hmm. It's also something that could be very needed in inner city schools where 
you know, food deserts are a real thing and Mm -hmm. nobody should have to drive 20 miles to get Mm. fresh produce. Mm. So if we can teach kids at an early age that they can grow their own, who's stopping us from, from taking that on, you know, nationwide. Mm. Mm -hmm. Why aren't we doing this? Other countries do it. Why aren't we doing this? I love, love, love that answer right there. And it is so, so very true. And again, Jennifer has been answering these questions absolutely perfectly all interview long. But unfortunately, 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 we are down to that last question. And that is if there was one just one piece of advice for somebody out there listening right now who wants to be in the position that you're in today jennifer what would that be find what you love and do it and if Mm. it's not yet a career make Mm. it one Mm. and that was the mic drop moment of the year right there folks Make it one. I absolutely love that answer right there. Make it one. Because sometimes, man, you really just have to push for what you want. And I absolutely love that answer. Jennifer, again, has answered these questions absolutely perfectly all interview long. But Jennifer, I'm not going to lie. I need one more thing from you before you go. And I don't care if it's a website. I don't care. If it's a social media link, I don't even care if it's a book, something that I can leave down in the link in the description below so that my audience can reach yours. Please promote and shout it out now. Well, come visit us at our website. It's www.gardengirlstx, as in Texas, dot com. And also on social media at gardengirlstx. And hit that link down in the description below. Hit that link down in the description below. Again, Jennifer has been an excellent, excellent, excellent guest all interview long. And we must thank her once again. But folks, as you know, there are three types of work. A job, a career, and a calling. Most people have a job. You're lucky if you find a career. But you are truly, truly blessed if you find your calling. And I really hope. That me and Jennifer help you find it here today, folks. That is a wrap. If you liked today's episode, make sure to follow the Y Network on Instagram for daily quotes from your favorite episodes and more. And if today's podcast helped you in any type of way, make sure not to thank me, but thank God. God put me on the right track at the right time to provide you guys with this content through me. And I pray that this episode helps you align with your purpose so that you too may help others. So stay blessed and stay safe. And until next time, guys. What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. I'm persistent.